So, I wanted to record something really quickly, and this, before I go and see Infinity War, because I wanted to explain this strange emotion that I'm certain all nerds and geeks around the world right now are feeling. And that emotion is that of a kind of hysteria, but also a kind of closure and ending, I guess. Um, this movie has been 10 years in the making, and from my point of view, I was, I was 15 when I first saw Iron Man 1, and I was only a kid, I was a teenager, like, life was only beginning, and I didn't think we'd get to this point, and now, thanks to Marvel movies, we've, we've kind of taken over the world, um, and this is a crazy, crazy kind of time, because it's a time of almost mourning, because I know that there's going to be someone, or multiple characters, that die in this movie. And it's going to be an ending to a period in not only life, but in history that I guess that means uh, is over, like it's over now. And it's hard to explain, but if you're a geek or a nerd or a you know, a huge Marvel fan, or just a comic book fan, or a fan of these movies in general, you'll understand exactly what I mean. And that's why I want to record this raw kind of emotion and feeling that I'm getting, because I'm trying to explain myself. I'm getting this really, like, I know that as soon as I see this film tonight, everything changes. Like, everything for me changes. And that might sound like a huge, weird thing to say about a movie, but this isn't just a movie anymore. This is the culmination of 10 years of cinematic universe building and history making. Like, this is the ultimate comic book movie ever, up until this point. I don't know if anyone will ever do something beyond this um, that will ever, you know... The original Avengers was a huge thing, like massive billion-dollar movie. This is a movie they spent a billion dollars on. And Disney and Marvel have made this fantastic, wonderful, beautiful world that we've all been escaping to and falling into, and it's been bringing young children so much happiness. There's a whole generation of kids right now who are, you know, 10 years old and upwards who don't know a world without Marvel movies. And that's thanks to these fantastic films, like... Nothing has come of cinema like this, and especially for the comic book industry. Nothing has made our lives as comic book artists and illustrators more valuable and richer. And, you know, we, we, we run the world now, geeks and weirdos and, and, and strangers and, and nerds. We all run the world because of these films, and this is their... This is the place that it kind of comes to, not an end, but a, a form of an end, a kind of an end, because we have come so far and there's been so much that's happened since then. My life has changed and I'm about to have a child and I will show my child every single one of these films, every all these things that I love, and I cannot wait. 
And I just wanted to record this quick bit that will will be the intro to my review because I needed to get this raw emotion out before I get overwhelmed and see this film so many times this weekend. Um, so please enjoy my review. Um, who knows what's on the other side? I guess I'll see you guys on the other side. Okay. So, have you watched any of the spoilers reviews? I haven't watched. No, I haven't had a chance of to do anything. No, because I went straight to bed last night. Okay. I have I have recorded a couple of thoughts on the movie. Like I recorded an, because I always do a review for that kind of shit. Yeah. I do a personal review. Yeah. And I have recorded a couple of things where like, um, I recorded an intro because I recorded this one that was like. I had to get out some thoughts because I was like, shit's going to change. Like, after I see this movie, my whole world's going to change because that's, that's my life. <laughs> shit's my life. And it's just going to be... I knew it was just like going to rock everything and shock. Oh, mate, do you know what you should do? <clears throat> but it's not over yet. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I feel like we're in limbo right now. Think about this. Your, your big artwork that you've done, mm. right? Mm. Go in and edit it now. Edit it to what? There's nothing to edit, that's the thing. Yeah, there is. Give it another couple of weeks. And then every day release something turning to dust. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's actually really cool. I gotta figure out who, I gotta make a list of the people who fucking went to dust though, that's the thing. Go back and watch the film. Exactly. But I mean, like, Loki, don't turn him to dust. Just draw, like, make his eyes really bloodshot. Yeah. Then... And just, like, yeah, shut everybody off. That'll just be fun to, like... Even if I can figure out how to animate it, such as that, like, every couple... Every week, or twice a week, there's someone that just goes... And they just disappear off the screen. (laughs) And see you in the (laughs) That'd be so cool. (laughs) Oh, that would be fucking cool. Oh, that's a good idea. I've got to figure out how to animate shit on my arm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Wow. Possibilities, my friend. Or just post, or just do next to it. I just, I didn't even, you know. Beforehand and then just, just put up a photo of dirt. You know on that dust thing, I didn't even realise until Jenny said it. I thought she said in the movie, because I saw that trailer so many times, and it was like, if he clicks his fingers, half the universe will disappear if he clicks his fingers. I didn't realise she said half the universe until they started disappearing, and I saw a Koye wasn't disappearing. I was like, what the fuck? And then some of them, some more of them started, and then it just kept going and going and going. But Jenny whispered to me, she goes, half the universe. Like, what the fuck? <clears throat> Half the year, And I reckon if you actually went back and you counted how many characters were in that movie, I guarantee you 50% of them. Because they wouldn't have missed a beat. They wouldn't have missed that kind of detail. 50% of those, <coughs> those superheroes would have disappeared. Which is interesting just because Doctor Strange disappeared. I didn't think he would. I would have thought he had a way around that. Doctor Strange has seen the future of some sort. I just realised something. 
most of the people who disappeared were phase one characters. Who, sorry, who didn't disappear were phase one characters. So there's a theory going Except on. for exceptions like Okoye and... Oh, no, but War Machine's a phase one character. War so Machine is the Hulk. Did. No, he didn't. Falcon did. So there's a theory going around that the people that disappeared are the actual half of the universe that don't die. Ah, oh, right. And then the others are. Yeah, but then you're killing off all the original Avengers. Uh, except for Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Johansson, this I guess. This was the last movie that Iron Man and Captain America signed. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that unless they have a decent enough... Like, Hugo Weaving reappeared as the Red Scarlet. We were sitting there and that cloak dude was talking. I was like, oh, it's Cloak from Cloak and Dagger. And then I hear the voice and I was like, that sounds familiar. I was like, Jenny, that sounds like Hugo Weaving. And I was like, no, it can't be, because he said he'd never do a Marvel movie ever again. That's why the Red Skull never reappeared. Really? He said he'd never do a Marvel movie ever again. And then it was the Red Skull, and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, oh, what the fuck? (laughs) I don't know, apparently, initially he thought that... He was one of the ones out He he just didn't want to do... He just didn't want to play a Nazi anymore. He just didn't want to play the Red Skull, unless they gave him a good enough reason to do so. I think that was his words. I could be wrong though I've got to double check that that was one of the heroes that was one of the villains who were waiting to come back because he didn't actually die exactly yeah but that was brilliant the way they said that's where the Tesseract sent him to just sent him to that planet and he never never got off never had a way to get out of there so it became an entity rather the Tesseract turned him into an entity and he could never get the soul because there was no other soul to sacrifice because he had no one that he loved Mm. That's just nuts, man. Like, oh. I knew that he would get all those stones, but I actually, there was the whole, throughout the whole movie, I still had a funny feeling he wouldn't. Let alone, let alone, there was a part of me that didn't think he would. I knew because I'm a, I'm a storyteller and I know that if you really want your story to be the best it possibly can be, destroy the universe in that situation and let them pick up the pieces and fix the problem. But, I think he got some of the stones way too easily. Well, yeah, but it's still... Like, did you notice for the first half an hour of that movie, you were just catching up with people? Where they were? The first half an hour was like, where's the Guardians? Where's Iron Man? Where's Spider-Man? Where's Captain America? Where's the rest of Team Cap? Where's, like, where is everybody? Where's Hawkeye? One mention of Hawkeye and Ant-Man. One mention... Where's Clint? Where's Where's Clint? Oh, you know, he's on house arrest because of so and so, because of the... No, it wasn't he was on house arrest. Him and Ant-Man went off. Him and Scott Lang. Scott went... Oh. No, you know what they're fucking doing? They're heroes for hire with possibly Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Because you know that's the next thing they're doing on Netflix? Now that they've built that universe, they're doing Luke Cage... I think they're doing... They did Jessica Jones 2. They set Daredevil 3... They're definitely doing Iron Fist 2. They haven't said anything about Luke Cage 2. I could be wrong, though. But they're definitely doing Heroes for Hire. Fuck, you're so... Fuck, of course! That means Hawkeye's in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. He might be Ronan, though. Remember how I told you about Ronan? He might still be Ronan. I know Hawkeye is definitely a hero for Hire, but... Ronan the, Ronan the Conqueror? Or Ronan the Destroyer? Ronan... 
From Guardians 1? Yeah, 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 that Ronan, yeah. This is Ronan's lone, like, sensei samurai Ronan. Mm. But, yeah, I forgot there was another Ronan. Maybe, they, they, maybe that'll confuse the lay, lay yeah. people too much. They'll just leave him as Hawkeye. Yeah, unless he goes to another version of himself. I, you know what? I would not be mad if we saw that Hawkeye mask. You know the purple and yeah. blue? I would actually be happy to see it. At this point, I would be happy to see that because like, we've seen the bright red falcon wings and we can't get any... You know, they did do the drone instead of the actual falcon because the actual falcon's a little bit camp. Yeah. <coughs> a little bit. But I would be happy to see the Hawkeye. Some version at least. Because you know, you remember when you saw that Wolverine costume? And it was the brown and yellow Wolverine in Wolverine 2. And he never ended up wearing it because they then did Logan. And it was but he years also looked later. at it and he was like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, in the movie, he looked at it and he's like... I still wanted to see him in that costume though. Yeah. Just for two seconds. Like, any reason to put it on. I, I was waiting. Like, it would have been cool if they hadn't put it on. He looked in the mirror and was just like, no. no. Yeah, even that. That's, that's all we needed. Thing. We needed 20 seconds of that, of that costume. So, putting it out there, mm. I would say this is one of, probably, in my opinion, mm. one of the greatest cinematic feats ever done. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Ever. It's changed the history of cinema, ever. Yeah. You know what it is? It's literally what they did in the comic books in a movie version. Yeah. Like, it's literally a, um, a big crossover. Series. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what they do in the comic books. They do a giant crossover series where they get every single character in and they write every single character an important part in the thing. And it's a giant crossover series. And it was fucking brilliant. It was so good. Honestly, one oh of the best. Oh my god! Movies and I've they 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 deserved it too because they've done the hard work. They've yeah. done the, sh- the, the the like Thor: The Dark Worlds and the Iron Man twos and the. No, they don't. They need to do something. They just. They need to start doing more team shit. I think, I think where they, if they get a really good story for Suicide Squad 2, and then instead of doing Justice League, or they possibly do Justice League, they should have done a two-part Justice League film, but if they do a Suicide Squad 2, they, they, expand the, they expand the league. Have they actually done the Justice League movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we saw it, remember? Steppenwolf and all that shit. That's yeah. Who was the main bad guy for that? Steppenwolf. Who's Steppenwolf? Uh, like, you know how there was the children of Thanos? He's one of those. He was like the Ronin of... Uh, one of the followers of Darkseid. Of Darkseid, right. He's one of the new gods, actually, technically. If you want to get... So, putting it out there... Yeah. I would actually say... That movie... Uh. So... What was your... What was... Okay, so, out of that... We'll ask a couple of questions. I watched this video, and they pretty much what they said was just my feelings. I haven't actually watched anything yet. Well, I watched this video. There were four guys talking, and, and the first five minute, four minutes of this film, everybody was just like, "Wow." Yeah. That. That first. And somebody said. But they did that on purpose. That because there was a real lull in the middle of it where there was a bit of like Thanos character building and. Well, that's no. But know, what they said. The was, first five minutes was where it was like, okay, where's Thor? Where like the way it started with that con- that communication as well, where it was like you could hear Loki right at the start there going, 
I don't know if you noticed that, right at the start, he's going, this is Asgardians, like, there's millions of Asgard, innocent Asgardian lives, please come and help us, it was just a, an SOS call, yeah. that he sent out, and the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, Got it. later sat, that's how they, that's why they're travelling yeah. to where they're travelling, that's how they get to the Asgardian ship in the first yeah. place. But, so, <clears throat> the, this video that they, they did, they were just like, look, it seems pretty dumb that we would start a movie and, and uh, start a video about a movie and not be able to talk about the movie, but that's just what the movie does. You walk away from the movie completely stunned and speechless. Mm. Which... Yeah, 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 you do. When you think about it, when we left that cinema, everyone was just like, what the fuck just happened? Uh. And I really loved how they ended it with... <laughs> no, no, no. With Thanos sitting down watching the sunset. In Wakanda, yeah. No, but... It was in Wakanda. Was it in Wakanda? He was in Wakanda. He was walking out of a Wakandan hut. He didn't, he didn't disappear anyway. Anywhere. Thor was like, what have you done? What have you done? And then you saw everyone start, you know, but vampiring remember, in the sun. And then what did Iron Man say to Thanos? So Iron Man says to What have Thanos, you done? What, once you wipe out half the universe, what will you do? I'll sit down and I'll watch the sunset. Ah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's what he does. Yeah. Like, okay, so so for me, that movie was made in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. That movie in the first 10 minutes, not only did it say to me, Hi, so, so this is what it did for me, right? First of all, you it, it sets the tone of, holy fucking shit, this is going to be huge. Because uh. everyone's dead already they just started that movie that it was that it he was, just killed all the Asgardians it's like it's that big you didn't even see the first fight where Thanos tries to protect his people that big that you didn't get to see Zendar fall yeah because the purple stone's already there mm. then it establishes holy shit Thanos is fucking huge when the Hulk attacks the Hulk attacks him, him mm. and he just puts him on the Bitch. That I mean that that one scene is to establish to not just the comic book fan but the layman what the gravity of this character is. Yeah. The physical prowess to begin with. Yeah. Because when he's like, you know, we got a Hulk, boof, the Hulk takes him out, bang, 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 smashing, bang, bang, bang. Oh shit! Hold on a second, that was quick. And then out of nowhere, he just goes, Kumpf, kumpf, you're cute, and just fucking. Power bombs him into the ground. And he does the same move that the Hulk does to everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Picks him up on the ground, yeah. And you know And you go. (sighs) (laughs) And also when all of those guys are ready to go and attack the Hulk and that guy's like let him have his fun. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, this is just fun for him? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Okay. Because the Hulk is like... The Hulk is our big gun. (laughs) He's our big, big gun. (laughs) Yeah. So that sets number A. Holy shit, Thanos is a strong villain. But then, it starts to set the movie when Heimdall... Everybody's like, Heimdall's the sandstone. Heimdall's the sandstone. Oh, sandstone. Bang. No, he's not, motherfucker. Mm. And then for me, the movie was set when you've got this one character. Everybody loves him. Love-hate relationship. He never dies. Yeah. He's always wheedling his way into everything else. He's got that moment of goodness where you're like, "Yeah, good on you, Loki, for being good." Tom Hiddleston's dead. Trying to trying to kill Thanos was. I'm so, I'm surprised that he didn't use the hologram tricky trick thing that he did. 
how come how come so many people can seem to hide infinity stones in plain sight well, like in just in, make them invisible like Loki made one invisible Doctor Strange made one invi- was just able to like like that like what the fuck how come so many people can do that one's um, the god of mischief and, and well Loki's not impressive and the other I guess and the other one he's the sorcerer supreme that's true so I really I I did love there was something about him, like, him possessing this, this, the, the Tesseract. And when he picked it up, I was like, you could see the stone was about this big inside the Tesseract. Yeah. But you'd never really properly seen that before. Oh, yeah. You probably have. You just probably didn't notice it. And I was like, where's the Infinity Stone in that? And then I was like, oh, he's going to crush that. And when he took it, when he took it in his hand and just crushed it in his hand. No, of course I did, but subconsciously. It's so much bigger. And then you see in his hand. Yeah, and just crushed it in his hand and kind of like let all the rest of the Tesseract, yeah. Let the rest of the Tesseract like fall from his hand and just ding. But I must say, like, the way you got the blue stone and the green stone was just weak. Even on top of the. But on top of the, um. What's so good is that, like, I was I was really excited. One of the main things visually I was excited to see was how they would visually represent the Infinity Stones. And they did a good fucking job. When he grabs Thor's head there and just, like, puts, the, puts his fist, and he's only got the Power Stone at that point, just puts his fist in Thor's face. is just like... <sighs> Like cracking into people. Oh. Thor is someone that could wield the power stone. But it's even co- well, yeah, he could definitely could. I reckon he will at some point. Even when he just goes like that, just goes like that, and the whole and the whole of the Asgardian ship just goes <laughs> and just like in the background, just like <laughs> like in purple wave. I mean, it's what so the fuck? That the villain doesn't kill the main hero while he's down. I don't know that they did. Yeah. I don't know they did very well with with the space stone though. There wasn't a very good visual representation representation of the space stone. Because you already had a visual representation of the power stone in Guardians. So that was already kind of pre... They just had to put that on steroids a bit. But the Tesseract. Yeah, the Tesseract. The space stone, I don't know what... like. The space stone is the Tesseract. No, I know, but there wasn't a good visual representation of its power. Um... Him teleporting everywhere. Is that what it was? Is that what was... Yeah. M- oh, okay, right. That's what was making... I was wondering which stone was making him teleport. Right, okay, that that's makes... That's cool, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. So, so, like, if you think about, like, the representations of the different of the different stones, you've got the space stone... Yeah. ...which is just, like... Oh, uh, you've got the power stone, which is just, like... Just power. destroys things, just yeah. Just destroys shit. Space stone, because you, you can see the space stone mm. straight away when he puts it in, and then he just goes, and all of his people disappear. Yeah, that's right, when he blows up, yeah. Then the reality stone, the reality stone reveals fucking mental. That was cool, yeah. Was that reality stone fucked. is really dope. Like, they never actually did that with the realities. That's the first time they've ever done anything like that. And when he what? just turns the gun into bubbles and, like... I mean, why just changes? Just, just to give him, just to make him look weak. You know, again, I don't know, but there was something about Star Lord that really disappointed me. 
because Star Star Lord had so much potential. And it's a fucking comic book movie. Like you can, you can pull off shit that you don't necessarily think you can pull off in a comic book. For instance, you can't just like, you can't just introduce that this guy who you thought was just a space traveling Han Solo of the Marvel Universe then has the power of a god and then you just take it away and you can't and you just say well that's gone sorry it's gone like if not if i if you don't see anything in, in infinity war 2 like i think they he missed this unless there's a moment in in, in part two but maybe you're Avengers just trying 4. to hold on to it because maybe i the am the whole concept was that his power was drawn from ego Right. Yeah, but if he's the if he's the son of ego, that doesn't necessarily like the son isn't necessarily connected to the father. Who's to say that that power hasn't been cloned, detached, and handed on as a new entity, and he therefore becomes a new celestial? He just doesn't know it because he's been told that because if his fa- if ego dies. I don't think he got given the chance to. Like, I, I, I honestly think that, like I was saying last night, the only people who had a chance against Thanos was Thor in his prime and, and Star-Lord. Prime. Well, that's what I mean. Thor was in his prime. That's the thing. He is in his prime. As of Ragnarok, he is in his prime. And getting that axe made it so much better. That axe was a fucking mon. Like after seeing him, when he's like, "You'll take you, boy. You will be taking the power of a star," and he took it on, and bare and and survived it. That's when I was like, "This is no longer Thor. Like, this isn't Thor anymore. This is beyond Thor. This, this is, is some. This is exactly yeah. This is Odin. Like this is the son of Odin. This is not just Thor anymore. This is the fucking son of Odin." Mm-hmm. And then and I was Odin like... says to Thor, you will become more powerful than me. Exactly. And, and he says that in Ragnarok, and you're like, oh, fuck. I genuinely think Drax and Groot are on the same level as the Hulk. Nah. Who isn't... Drax. Well, yeah, I think he's got the potential to. Have you seen the shit they throw at him in Guardians? Rewatch Guardians, and you watch the shit that gets thrown at him. Like, literal, like... Like, he's... I'm pretty sure he's taken on, like, some serious fucking attacks. He can take a beating, but they've undersold Drax. Because if you think about it, Drax in the comics was made to kill Thanos. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. They have undersold him. But they've also built... Uh, that's... I don't know. The... Drax, the, Drax is like the equivalent of like Captain America. No. No, that's the thing. Because Captain America and Black Panther are super soldiers. Same for Winter Soldier. They're all human beings who have... They're superhuman beings. Mm. Iron Man's a man in an iron suit, which is fine. Same with Weird. War Machine. Same with the Falcon. Um, same with all those like Scarlet, just Scarlet, not Scarlet, which she's so fucking. Again, I didn't realize she was so fucking powerful. That was incredible. Like they really gave her a day in the sun. Well, Scarlet, which has been known, but she as never, one of the she most never showed that much power though. Oh, she's still learning. And, well, yeah, exactly. They, she never showed I that much that power. I love that line. That line which every single person always utters. She took on Thanos one-on-one, man, and and almost stopped him. Like, that was impressive. When she was, sh- oh, when she when was shooting she was him one-handed him. When she was fucking beaming at him, yeah. One- she was only doing it with one hand as well. Yeah, exactly. While trying to kill... Yeah. <laughs> 
destroy their infinity stone as well. Like, I should have seen it coming. That I saw it coming at some said, point, I, and I, I didn't before, think of it until that moment. Once he got the time not stone, kill vision. Yeah. And then I watched Tom Hiddleston die, and I'm like, "Oh, Vision's dead. <laughs> yeah, Vision's fucked." Yeah, and I don't think Vision's really got a proper proper go at it yet. He's only been in three movies: Civil War, they might be able Ultron. To rev- they might revive him. Oh no, I think they will. He's it's definitely possible. He's in Wakanda at this point. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't disappeared from the universe. He's just dead, and he's made of vibranium. So if Shuri can't fix him, then he's not coming back. But Shuri was about to fix him. Like, she was that close to fixing him. A little disappointed we didn't get to see much of Shuri. And, like, where, what happened to Nakia? Nakia wasn't there. Okoye was there, but no, there was no yeah, Nakia. Was no I love that M'Baku was back there. Mm. <laughs> I, love that, I love that they brought M'Baku back. I reckon all... Winston Duke, the guy who plays M'Baku, all, all the lines in that script were... That's <laughs> all he got. There was no... Oh, there was one line in African <laughs> where it was like... I, I, of course, my brother or something like that. Yeah. They didn't bring back the rhino dude, though. He's dead. He's not. No, <laughs> he's not. He's definitely not. I thought he died in the last. No. No, no, no. He almost ran into a Koye, remember, and she stops him. And then he... It's only some of the Dora Milaje that died. Well, I mean, if they had sent in the rhinos. Because they didn't use the rhinos to attack. Yeah, but uh, they didn't have enough. I think they only got a couple of the tribes in as well. Yeah, that's what they said. There wasn't that many tribes there. There's like seven tribes in Wakanda, eight tribes, and there was only about three of them there. Yeah. They still had his tribe, the rhino tribe, because they had those shields, mm. that are those cloaks, but obviously he couldn't do it. I was like, I don't know, he mustn't have. And it would have only been, it would have only been like Mbaku, it would have only been there for yeah. a short period of time. And it makes sense that Nakia might not be there because she might be on a mission somewhere because she's a, she's a secret agent. She's not part of the... Dora Milaje. Yeah. Whereas Okoye is the leader of the Dora Milaje, so she yeah. is the King's Guard. But I mean, I love it how she, she was the one that, you know, every, in every sort of superhero movie, there's always that person that changes the tide of the fight. Yeah. yeah. And you always ask, why well, the fuck didn't they just start? Yeah. Why don't they just stay here? And yeah. she says it. She was yeah. like, why have you been inside this entire time? <laughs> yeah. Why did we leave him up there? What are you doing? <laughs> was it? Oh, it was Scarlet Witch. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Why did we leave her up there? <laughs> yeah. right. I did like that scene. There was, I've got to give it to him. That scene, although it seemed pandering to women, I still liked that it was good. It was there. That what? scene where the female child of Thanos, whatever her name was, with the horns, took on a Koye, Scarlet Witch. Um, how fucking strong was she? Wasn't Mantis there as well, I'm pretty sure. No, Mantis, Mantis never came through. Mantis was on the other side. Yeah, sorry. No, it was a Koye, um, Black Widow, Scarlet Witch. And there was a third person there. Who the fuck am I missing? Black Widow. Scarlet Witch and a Koye. There was someone else there. Though. Black Widow. That's what I said. No, but there was a... Sorry, there was a fourth person no, there. there was only three girls. Was there? And the, and the bad chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was really cool. That was a cool moment. Like, like I thought that was a boss like little they moment as well. The black fucking well. The what? The black guard. What's that? that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Um, I love that. that like, um, Nebula's shit in comparison. What's the? Yeah, but remember, Nebula and Gamora were technically his assassins. Yeah. 
they weren't his guard. They weren't his like no, they were part knights. of the black guard, but they were his assassins. They called the black guard. Oh, okay, I didn't know they were called. I knew they were the children of Thanos, but yeah, wow. Like the sorcerer oh. was fucking strong. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that took on. Um, Doctor Strange, yeah. Doctor Strange. Just fucking slicing shit in half. Yeah, but what, what ended up killing him? The vacuum of space. <laughs> like, I didn't think he'd die. I didn't think he'd die when they shot him out there. I thought they'd just get rid of him. But he just... <laughs> froze up and that was it. He was done for. And you recognise how strong Thor is. Yeah. When he's just out there. Yeah. And they're like, how are you not dead? <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like... Um, <laughs> and they bring back the bionic eye <laughs> from, like, Guardians 1. I like how they gave Groot that moment where he gave an arm for Thor, kind of, but you know it's Groot. He's just going to grow his arm back anyway. Which he did. Which he did. <laughs> By the final fight, he did, yeah. But again, that was another moment that made me cry. My, Rocket and Groot's relationship always makes me cry. Always. The first time I saw Guardians 1, when Groot died... I cried and that moment there as well when he's like Groot no no not you as well not you as well and like because Rocket's so Han Solo-y like that Han Solo and Chewbacca relationship they have is yeah. fucking beautiful it's like they're like there's nothing else like it because and it's not even human like neither of them are human one of them's a Groot and the other one's a... One of them's a Groot. One of them's a Groot and the other one's a, a raccoon. And it's so, still so beautiful because there's that connection they have with each other. And every time Groot dies, it just Rocket ends up... I'm actually surprised they didn't kill Rocket and it was the other way around. And Groot, like, having a moment... No, because they're growing Rocket as a character. Yeah, they're building... Yeah, they're really building Rocket as a... I'm surprised Rocket was the only Guardian that survived. By the end of it. That was fucking... Like... Wait, where did Star-Lord go? Where, how do you do Guardians 3 without Gamora, but... Or without Star-Lord Groot, or Drax, or Mantis? Well, yeah, but that's... I don't know that they're all dead. That's the thing. And they did that on purpose. I don't think we... I don't think she is either. But her head was bleeding. There was green blood pouring out of her head when they showed that shot Gamora, of her on the ground. I think she is. I reckon they're going to do a time save. I think they are. So, I've told you about this before, the shots of, um, the shots of part two, Avengers 4. There was some photos taken on the set of the Battle of New York. And they all had something on their hands. Like so, there was Captain America in the Avengers one costume. There was Tony Stark, Ant Man, Scott Lang was there, uh, Doctor Strange, and I want to say Bruce Banner, or rather the people who were playing them, were on this set. Um, yeah, so, but they all had these things on their hands. So it was on a new version of the set of the Battle of New York. So the theory originally was that that might have been, so 
I heard the theory. One of the theories was that the soul st- wasn't where the soul stone was, but when the soul stone was. But they already found the soul stone. Mm. So that's probably some sort of saying. That was the one stone that they didn't show it doing anything. Where in the timeline does Ant Man and Wasp happen? Pre Infinity War. So you reckon this is that that quick like oh where's Clint rah 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 he's off on house arrest because him and Scott went and rah 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 whatever they did well, they, they said that they War Machine said they needed to protect their families you reckon that's what Ant-Man and the Wasp is about yeah. okay that'd be cool I, I'm down for I was always down for that but I'm more down for that now yeah that, when's that coming out uh, not for a few more months not till like maybe July it comes out this year June July yeah yeah definitely this year next thing we got to look forward to is Deadpool 2 Yep. With Josh Brolin yet again. <laughs> and um, then there's Han Solo, then there's Ant-Man and the Wasp. And there's, you know, like Jurassic World 2 and shit in between, but... Is DC at all coming into anything this year? Yeah, Aquaman at some point. I think Aquaman's in December, but... Honestly, DC's just taking the back now. I think... You know what? I think the best thing for DC to do now is... You've, you've made the mistake of establishing the Justice League too early... Don't go back on it, but if run they, with that Justice League. You've established a Suicide Squad. If they, you have, establish. If they do the mistake, if they make the mistake of just doing Aquaman on his own, yeah, just Aquaman, they, they lose. I think so. Unless there's a really strong Aquaman movie. I thought that about Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman was fucking strong. It's the strongest film they've made in a long time. Like, ever. In that whole universe, that is the strongest standalone film. Yeah. In that whole universe. Like, some people say, except for the ending, the ending's not as bad as Suicide Squad or Batman vs. Superman. Like, or Justice League, for that matter. Like, Justice League is probably better than those first two examples, but... How did Justice League end? It just ended with, you know, we saved the world, da-da-da-da, hope is restored. Justice League. (laughs) That's all it was. We've defeated the big bad guy. And then you cut to fucking... The next Avengers. Then you cut to... Yeah. You cut to... um, Then it cuts to a setup for the Legion of Doom. So this is why I say teams. Run. (laughs) Run with the teams. Yeah. You've got a Justice League. You've got a Suicide Squad that you've already planned to do a Suicide Squad 2 with. And you're possibly adding characters to it. Yeah. If you've got the Joker, just add the Joker to the Suicide Squad. You've got the Rock playing Black Adam. You want to sell Suicide Squad 2? Put the Rock as Black Adam in there, even before the Shazam movie. Yep. And they all, they're saying that apparently Black Adam's not going to be in the first Shazam movie. I don't know why. Maybe he is. Maybe they're setting us off. But he's, he's been almost confirmed for Suicide Squad 2. So, put him in there. Put fucking Lex Luthor. Maybe Lex Luthor is running the Suicide Squad. In the you put Deathstroke at the end of Justice League. It's fucking Joe Manganiello. It's not not going to sell. Because everyone... Women love Joe Manganiello. Men love Joe Manganiello. Like, who's Joe Manganiello? He's the guy who's playing Deathstroke. Where he's the guy from, he's from Magic Mike. And, right. Um, anyway, put him in there. Build the Suicide Squad. Build the Legion of Doom. Keep building the Justice League. Do the Aquaman movie. Do the Shazam movie. Don't worry about a Flash and Cyborg and all this other standalone shit right now. Then, do a giant film 
Just go, hey, you guys remember when we did the Legion of Doom movie and we did the Suicide Squad movie and the Justice League movie? Well, we're just going to do this and just put them all in a film. Because at this point, like in three years' time, four years' time, you guys know all these people. We pay Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot shit tons of money and Jason Momoa just tons and tons of money to keep them around because we're fucking Warner Brothers and we do this and we do this different. We stop trying to follow the Marvel formula and we do it a different way because Justice League, like DC is stronger in their packs they're stronger in... Like, they could make a rogues gallery movie. They did. They made a TV show called Gotham on the rogues gallery of Batman without even having a Batman in there or a Robin. And it was a strong TV show. They could make a movie just about the rogues gallery, just about the Flash's rogues gallery without the Flash in it. And it would be stronger than half of the Marvel movies they made in the early years. If they did it right. But that's the thing. DC is better together. Well, every, but that's the other thing, right? Marvel must be cheering so much. Oh, yeah. DC must be burning. That's, but that's the thing. Marvel was fucked for years. Think about what we had from Marvel. The Punisher, yeah. The, you know, the Punisher was good. But before that, there was a Dolph Lundgren Punisher where he didn't even wear the skull. Then you had the Fantastic Four Shit. two movies, which were good. For their time in a post-Spider-Man world. But those Spider-Man movies were good until Spider-Man 3. What the fuck happened with Spider-Man 3? And Topher Grace's Venom, that was fucked. Like, that was just a nightmare. Tom Hardy's Venom is going to be Have you seen that trailer? Oh my god. Have you seen the costume though? Oh. God. That's a real time. I put up a thing on my Instagram where it was like... I put that photo up and it was like, what about, what about that new Venom costume? And I put a poll, like, you know, like, yes, no. And the questions I had was like, fuck yes, that's the real Venom. Or nah, bring back Topher Grace. And I got like 90, 99% fuck yes, that's the real Venom. Yeah. <laughs> I think one person voted for the Topher Grace thing. Because I was just like mucking around. I was like, oh, this will be fun. <laughs> and I got one person. How many people do you get like in your Instagram stuff? Oh, not as many as I'd like. An average of about 30 or 40 okay. per post. So it's really... The, I think I've got a lot of bots following me. Oh, you think so? Yeah. There's a, there's a large... I'm trying to get more real people. Because there's a lot of... Because if I have 700 followers and I only get 30 to 40 people on average, that means there's a fuck ton of bots following me. I used to, I, I used to get really worried because like sometimes I'd have... Um, I'd have like 10 followers disappear in a night. And I was like, where the fuck did they go? And then I later did some research into it. It's just that they find bots and they just cancel the accounts. So it's not actually people unfollowing. It's just that the accounts get deleted by Instagram. Because Instagram figures out that it's a bot and they just delete it. Why would there be bots? Or they figure out that they're putting on inappropriate content and they delete it. But why would there be bots? Um, for monetary reasons. So the more followers you have, the more likely you are to monetize that account. Yeah. So for instance, I know someone who's got almost 30,000 followers. That's his full-time job. He's yeah. an artist. This is Jackson that I was telling you about. He's an artist. He's got a full-time job because he managed to build a following to, and then monetized it. Yeah. 
Um, he was lucky that he that he got the following that he's got and monetizing people will actually try to pay people for their Instagram accounts. Like I've heard of people trying to pay other people to buy their Instagram accounts off them because of the value that they have. Because the following that you have um, and there's a whole economy to it. Mm-hmm. It's just like YouTube. Like the more you have, the more likely you are to monetize it. Except the difference is Google monetizes your account on YouTube and they put ads and they pay you to put ads on your account. Yeah. Whereas you monetize it yourself when you make a Patreon or you make a Kickstarter or you make something where you get paid for it. And then you would also, you know, like when people say, you know, I'll buy your account, you're just like, well, no, but I'll post some of your stuff up if you get enough. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, oh, there's a huge community <laughs> of, of art posters, people who have accounts with giant followings that, where they post art on um, on their Instagram and you pay them like $10 for it. Have you ever approached a, Jackson and said, hey man, would you mind putting up one of Oh, he's done it a couple of times, yeah. He's what done a few you? times for me, yeah. Anytime, anytime I gave him anything at a convention, he'd post it up. Like he'd post the print online and shit, yeah. But yeah. You'd, be, you'd be surprised how not good at exposure it is. Like you might get 20 followers and that's it. Like you're not, you'd think you'd get thousands and thousands of people but thousands of... Like, you can't guarantee that that 30,000, even 10,000 of those people like what I'm doing. Know what I mean? Yeah. And it depends on where you're at at that stage in your you illustration you, bro, skills. Realism. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about doing some of it just to get some of that. I, and for my own skills and my own challenges, I think I, I'm going to start doing, like, hip-hop artists and stuff like that because that's really popular. Um, but anyway... Oh, bro, like... Fuck, I'm still trying to tell things about me. Yeah, let's... let's. You see the funniest fuck meme about um, the scars on his face? Thanos' face? Yeah, no. So there's this... You know, the scars on his face coming down on both sides. Yeah. It's got the scars and it's like, what time was this? What timeline has he been in? And it links the that and then draws a line to, to Wolverine's claws. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got three scars. Three on each side, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. Mate, how fucking sick would that be? Yeah, but wouldn't that be the way that they connect the Fox universe? They're doing a giant crossover where the universe changes forever and reality changes forever because of what he's done. And he's wiped out half the universe. Why couldn't you just drop the Fantastic Four in there all of a sudden? Obviously, that's not in their plan, but why couldn't you go, well... Because could you imagine... Like, they've already set up Captain Marvel. To blast in not only just another four characters, but another four characters in a completely new tower. It's number one. Like, there's been no mention of the Fantastic Four ever. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. There was never any mention. There wasn't a mention of Doctor of Stephen Strange until Winter Soldier. Yeah, makes a mention of Stephen Strange, and that's it. But at that time, like, that's the thing. They said that Stephen Strange was on the on the thing. But Bro, they, at that they time, he wasn't Doctor Strange Doctor yet. Strange. They've underpowered Doctor Strange so much. Do you know how strong he's meant to be? No, Doctor Strange said in the comic books, in the Civil War comic book, he wasn't going to be a part of the Civil War because he would, um, the conflict would be over immediately no matter what side he was on. Mm. So he decided he opted out of it. This is my thing. Like Doctor Strange, I like don't Doctor give Strange a fuck. is the one. So in the actual Infinity War, I believe yeah. Thanos hunted down Doctor Strange. 
and killed him at the very, very beginning using some sort of thing and he got the time stone straight away and mm. that's how he was able to win. I actually don't... I actually genuinely don't think that any of the original five are going to die. I don't think they're going to kill the Hulk. I don't think they're going to kill Thor because Thor's in his prime. I don't think they're going to kill Captain America or Iron Man for one that of, matter. Of, everyone, the highest... like. Everyone's targeted Iron Man, but I don't give a fuck. This is Disney who is making no studio is making as much money as Disney right now. And they've got Marvel, they just did Infinity War, they just did The Last Jedi, they've got fucking Han Solo on its way. Deadpool 2, that money is a Fox movie, but they just bought Fox. So that's their fucking money. Yeah, they just bought fucking Fox. So as soon as that deal goes through. That's their money. And everything that any X-Men movie has ever made, any Deadpool movie has ever made, goes straight to them. And they're getting the whole Fox universe, which means they are getting... The only thing they don't have control over anymore, once they do that deal with Fox, is the Sony universe. And that's the Spider-Man universe. That's it. That's Venom is a Sony movie. It's, it's with conjunction, in conjunction in the same universe as Spider-Man. But, but Spider-Man Homecoming was a Sony movie. Yeah, exactly. But, Sony, but it was still a Marvel Studios Sony movie. Sony recognised. Sony looked at it and said, yeah. well, look. Whereas Fox we was like, fuck you. No, nah, fuck an, you. If we try and do another standalone Spider-Man, which is different to this one, yeah. we're fucked. Yeah, you're the only ones that are going to be able to do it. Kevin Feige, you're the king. Do it for us. Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. I, I only have respect for two directors now. The Russo brothers. The Russo brothers. Kevin Feige has been running this this ploy since day one, but oh really? Since since Iron Man. Do you know what Kevin? Since Feige, event since did, Iron did Man Kevin two. Kevin Feige go over and do Justice League after someone. No, that's jo- that's um Joss Whedon. Kevin Feige is the executive producer. He is the master storyteller. He has executive produced every single one of these Marvel movies since Iron Man one. Fuck. He's the one that's been writing this story, yeah. People don't realise he's the one that's been writing this story. The Russo brothers have played a big part because as of Winter Soldier, originally they were going to have Joss Whedon do Infinity War, but as of Winter Soldier, they went, hmm, <laughs> wait a second. They did Winter Soldier, then they did Civil War, and they were like, oh, well, it's fucking... <laughs> I think Ryan Coogler will do an Avengers movie eventually as well. Who? The Black Panther director. Because he, I think by far, he's been one of the best directors. Because the only he, other uh, good I, director I they had... What he, what he, was, well, yeah, why, um, fucking uh, Taika Waititi. I think Taika could definitely do an Avengers movie as well. But I think Taika's, Taika's way of doing it... He, Taika's got an interesting sense of humour, and I don't think that lends itself necessarily to an Taika Avengers movie. I think Taika would be better at doing a Guardians movie. Yeah, a guy, well, James Gunn's doing so well with those Guardians. You've got to let James Gunn finish his, his trilogy, but... Let's think about it, right? Like, I think I think James Gunn deserves one more Guardians movie, and then he can move yeah. on. They'll have a Rocket standalone. But you, f- you forget, <laughs> you forget that, yeah, yeah. They'll have a Rocket and Groot standalone, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, what would it be? It would just be them... It would be a prequel of some shit. sort, or yeah, yeah. It would be a heist movie, maybe. Mate, how long until... It would probably be just a Han Solo movie. <laughs> how long until you reckon they're going to just start doing prequels? Yeah, it's got to get to a, a point. Oh, Captain Marvel's supposed to be a prequel. It's supposed to be set in the 80s. Oh, that's right. But the thing is, like... Taika Waititi would, would do... Taika Waititi would do a really good Ant-Man movie. Yeah. 
I think they should have given Ant-Man and the Wasp too because apparently, you know, not Guy Ritchie, it's, um, you know the guy who did Baby Driver and Hot Fuzz and that? Yep, yep. He was, he was pinned for the original Ant-Man movie. Really? And there was um, creative differences, apparently. Well, that's also because, you know, Hot Fuzz and all of those movies, Hot Fuzz and fucking... But watch, watch the Ant-Man movies. movie. It still feels like one of those movies. Like, <laughs> you know, that editing kind of... Then, like, the music and I the... I haven't watched Ant-Man in so long. Such a good movie, man. Such, that's, why that's why I'm so excited for the Han Solo movie, because you know what that looks like? Ant-Man was a heist movie in the Marvel Universe. <coughs> the Han Solo movie is a heist movie in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, it looks good. It's going to be good. looks really dope. It looks so much fun as well. Like, looks like it's, it's going to be really interesting. It's got a very good cast, too. Mm. Yeah, so... But you forget that, <coughs> that a movie like Infinity War is... Um, is a culmination. Of, yes, the Russo brothers are writing and directing, but you forget... The Taika Waititi is executive producing. Kevin Feige is executive producing. James Gunn is executive producing. Are they all they, to Yeah, of course. They'll get production. They'll get producer credits up the wazoo because you need them on set. You need them to say, well, you've built this universe. You built, like James Gunn, you built the Guardians from day one. We, you're the best person to tell us where to go from now, what to do with these Mate, characters, what would they do in this the moment? Going, what we do? Yeah. Could you imagine that writer's room? That's the thing. The Russo brothers didn't just write that movie. They had Taika Waititi. They had James Gunn. They had fucking... But didn't um, Taika Waititi just come in for Ragnarok? He did, yeah. But he did such a good job that I guarantee you they give him another Marvel movie. They're stupid not to. Like, that would have been a big point. I think, he's, a direct- I think he's got an independent Kiwi comedy film that he's going to work on at home for now. But I think you should give him at Lord of the Rings. He's proven himself. If he worked with Peter Jackson, yeah, he's proven himself. So, so let's just like let's just come back. And yeah, just... yeah, we went on a bit of a tangent. Oh no, it's that's what our conversations do. This is mm. when we should have recorded. I am. Oh, actually, I've got about forty-five minutes of this conversation. Oh, you agree? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, I'm glad I did. <laughs> so I'm gonna see. I'm gonna. I see what we do with it later. But I might do like a few different parts to my Infinity War. I think that might be how I start my podcast off. I'm going to do Infinity War reviews and then... Just your first one, just just do a one-minute movie of being, fuck. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> fuck me. And then, you know, once the movie comes out, we'll rewatch it and we'll do a commentary track. <laughs> oh, well, we'll watch it. It'll be cool, oh, yeah. that be good. Yeah, do a commentary track and we just record it and we just turn it down low. you got to watch it before you do the commentary track so you can watch it and then you just turn it down low and you put subtitles on and you just watch it and chat through it I'm going to do a whole lot more podcasts once we move out once we've got a place of our own so like let's just think about this okay let's go back I want to ask you what did you think that that moment where he saw the orange universe right at the end after he clicked his fingers what did you think that was because you didn't quite elaborate on it last night and you had an idea I think that's where they all went you think that's a universe that they disappeared to? Yeah. So, right. so here's the thing, right? And this is what I want to figure out. What, so, we, so what I was saying before, right? Mm. So there's two different streams of this movie that I would say they did really... Okay, so I'll get to that yeah. in a second. But So for me, in terms of this movie, in terms of like order of what I thought was fucking sick, 
Step number one was tone. Tone, yeah. The tone of the movie was fucking. Can I just can I just talk about the visuals of Thanos? The way they did that, like even just moments where he had this gorgeous blue lighting on him from God knows where. I didn't even give a shit where it was coming from. Like as a painter, I didn't even care where that color was coming from, and it looked. But in every moment that the lighting changed, Thanos looked immaculate. Like, gorgeous. And it still looked like Josh Brolin. I know that whole time Thanos was CGI. And yes, I know that Josh Brolin was in, a, in his pyjamas, in the CGI pyjamas on set. But fuck me. <laughs> it was incredible. Anyway, you were saying, tell me. Step two... I love the fact they did no recap. Yeah. At all. Because we've all been watching marathons up until this point. Right. So what they did is they said, look, this movie, we're doing this movie and we're putting it out there for fucking fans. Yeah. This is a fans This movie. is, yeah, yeah, this is a proper thing. if you thing get here and you don't know what's going on, fucking go home. Where have you been for the last 10 years? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. like, that's what they, that's pretty much what they stamped it out as. Yeah. And the way they stamped that out was in the first fucking scene. Yeah. The first scene, when all you just see is dead people, was any normal person who hadn't watched any of the other movies mm. would be like, what's going on? But it was also the first scene was the last time we saw anyone in this universe was Thor Ragnarok. The last thing we saw anyone doing in that universe was a giant ship attacking the Asgardian ship. That's where we're starting. Yeah. Fuck you. If you missed that, sucked in. Yeah. Don't ask the person next to you who's a fan a question because they'll slap you. <laughs> Pretty much. And that's they'll tell they you to shut the fuck up. Straight away. Yeah. So they, they established that tone. Then the way they brought the different fucking sets of people together <sighs> was brilliant. Like I was saying, half an hour of just where, where where is everybody. But it's not even that. But just I mean, like they spent that half an hour doing that. And saying, where is everybody? But if you think about the way that they brought people together, right? Mm. So you've got you've got the guardians who have never been back to Earth. That how right? Do they, how do they interrelate? Space, Thor, bro. That single. that writer's room would have taken six months just to set up that first half an hour. How do we get here? Where do we? They would have started off with where do we want to be? Which is Thanos destroys the world, half the universe disappears. Oh shit! Okay, but how do we get there? And the first thing they do is, okay, what did we do in Thor Ragnarok at the end? Yeah. Okay, we set that up. This is where we go from now. How does Thor get to Earth? How does the Hulk get to Earth? Who does the Hulk have a relationship with? Bang, start. Shoot him down to Earth. Yeah. Bang, Doctor Strange. Okay, how does Doctor Strange build a relationship with, with Tony Stark? Oh, you might want to come and see. He disappears in the middle of the park with the transporter ring. Mr. Stark obviously he knows who he is because everyone in that universe knows who Tony Stark is no matter who you are Mr. Stark we need your help your friend just crash landed in my sanctum sanctorum what the fuck is this oh you're wizards okay haven't heard of you before let's do this then okay who else is in New York Spider-Man of course Right. and it's Spider-Man and bam there you go you've got the first set of people boom but then the way that they link fucking how do we bring the Vision, who was with Spider-Man, with Stark the entire time, linking it in with Steve Rogers? 
who is gone AWOL. Yes, exactly. Where's One of the most but the question you have to answer romances ever in the entire yeah. comic series. Where do you what do you have to an, you have to answer the question? Yeah, exactly. And we already saw a bit of that in Civil War, but we didn't really touch on it as much as we could. Exactly. Avengers: Age of Ultron and Civil War. It got a little more and more, but it, we didn't touch on it that much. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly, you're right. And, and like, of course, everyone them. knows, anyone who's anyone who reads a Marvel comic book knows that Vision and Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch are in a relationship. Exactly. They get married eventually. They, and so, you just go, okay, we touched on that a little bit. That's where we're going to start with them. And then it's like, okay, how long's the period of time been? Apparently, it's been two years. Yeah. Apparently, it's been... Well, it has been two years because Thor Ragnarok, he go, as of Age of Ultron, he says it's been two years. That you've been on Jeff Goldblum's character's planet. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's been two years. Then they go... This I'm just breaking down the story here because it's fucking... I just love the story writing in here. It's some of the right. best storytelling. It it's so comic book as well. The like, best storytelling I've seen ever. I would, not, I would not be surprised if there was a lot of comic book writers in that writer's room as well. Yeah. I would not be surprised if you had Stan like Lee Brian Michael Lee. Bendis and Stan Lee. And there's some serious people in there that are going like... You know, even, I mean, Jack Kirby isn't alive anymore, but Jack Kirby, the creator of Thanos and Darkseid, mind you. Yeah. The same guy creates two characters that are the same and different at the same time. If he was in that writer's room, I couldn't, you could not imagine what that movie would have been like. But in saying that, he, yes, would have been in that writer's room metaphorically because they would have had the Infinity War book. Oh. The graphic novel. Fuck yeah. There's a lot. I haven't read that, but I want to go and re- read, read the that, original yeah. Infinity War book. Fuck yeah. It's huge, but it's worth it, apparently. Oh, there's know. two of them. There's a newer one that they did, which is where the children of Thanos come from, and then there's the Jack Kirby and Stan... I think it's Stan Lee, or it's just Jack Kirby. But I mean, like, that was just fun. Yeah. So that was the second thing. Then the third thing they did was they established the Infinity Stones over the course of all of the movies, but they re-established them now. Mm-hmm. And Wong, when Wong, and they remind you, I forgot the collector where he's like, there was the, there was the six singularities. That's the bit that wasn't even in the comic books. The six singularities. When the, when the big bang happened, it created six infinity stones. That's like, oh my God. Like this is literally the gods (laughs) of the singular. These things are like physical gods. And, like, the fact that Wong redid that and they reintroduced yeah. it. Because every... Like, because that was the one... To remind that, you To that. remind you to bring you in. And it also had that comment of, you know, well, we've kind of traced these out throughout all of these different movies. Mm. Um, but it makes sense that they need to recap. Because Stark's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. There's certain characters the that have no but idea. Okay. But I'm certain... Spider-Man's sitting there going, yeah, all right. And, I mean, I was surprised that Strange didn't know Thanos. When Didn't Strange know he existed, said, yeah. Right, that yeah. That surprised me. Because yeah. he, he but said did Wong, did Wong not know who he was? No. Because mm. Strange said... In, but they're not Ragnarok. cosmic. They're not necessarily well, Strange cosmic. Is. Strange is cosmic, but he would be more yeah. cosmic now. 100% would be more cosmic. Yeah, 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 yeah. He so, would have... He probably just... Yeah, that's, that's interesting that he didn't know. But he also said it's only people who have been a threat to Earth and Thanos hadn't been a threat to Earth yeah. because he was far yeah. off from Zen. Yeah, they were, they're protectors of Earth. They're not protectors of the galaxy necessarily. Exactly. They're not like... Whereas Captain Marvel, being the Green Lantern of the Marvel Universe, well, yeah. is a protector of the galaxy. She knows exactly who he is. Guaranteed. Yeah. Now... And she's going to come in and she's going to be fucking mental. Yeah. Now, I so loved... 
step, but but what I was going to say with the Infinity Stones is they establish the power of each Infinity Stone, where they've got they've got the Power Stone at the beginning, they've got the the Soul Stone with him jumping around, the Reality Stone with that entire fucking segment that just emotionally charged as fuck. Yeah. Segment with Gamora, Thanos, and the Collector just disappearing. Yeah. That was just like whoa, mm. whoa. So there's that, and you're like you're looking at it, and you're like fuck. This Reality Stone changes. Everything. When he ripped um, Drax and Mantis in half, I was like, I was what annoyed they came back to life. The fuck? I was no, annoyed. but you know why? Because they haven't finished the Guardians trilogy. Yeah. If they finish the guy, you know, this is why it's scary. Because they finished a few trilogies. They're, doing, they're doing a trilogy. Iron Man and Captain America's trilogy are done. Yeah. Thor as well. Yeah. Those three trilogies are over. Yeah. And technically, the Hulk's trilogy is done. If you really want to, the Hulk's trilogy is incredible. Is in, is um, Incredible Hulk, Avengers. Um, no, I was going to say Age of Ultron, but yeah, you're not wrong, Ragnarok. Yeah. Because that was a big Hulk building movie. That was. If they did a Hulk standalone now, a Hulk and Black Widow. I think if they did a Hulk standalone, they would need to make Ross. You know what's his name? Yeah, Ro- yeah. General Ross. He would ha- General Ross would have to be the Red Hulk. Yeah. They'd have to, because why are they keeping him around? Yeah. Why does he keep appearing in the Avengers movie? Yeah. That's he was in the Incredible Hulk. He was in. And it's the same. Civil actor. War, and he's now in Infinity. Exactly, he's now in Infinity War. Why do they keep him around? Well, he is Red Hulk. They're not keeping it. Are they not keeping him around just to put a Red Hulk in eventually if they need him? Like it would. I agree. It would be unnecessary. It would clusterfuck it. But unless you could find a way to make it cool. But they would. But that's the thing. They still have all of Romanoff and uh, Banner. They have the the Romanoff Banner. I want. I just want. I want to see the Defenders. I'm. I'm maybe greedy here. I. But when what I the first. What the fuck are the Defenders going to do when they get on? What would Daredevil have done? In what the season? fuck was Black Widow supposed to do in that situation? She did quite well. I think Luke Cage could have fucking fist fought with Thanos. I think Luke Cage should, could genuinely have been a real legitimate part of that battle of Wakanda. They need more black characters as well. No. And I that think... character would fit into Wakanda so because he's from Harlem. He is straight up African American. Like I just, straight I just up. Don't rate the Netflix shows. The problem is those movie those those shows are too grounded for the cosmic universe they've yeah. built. Yeah. Way too grounded. Why? Why would Daredevil be a part of a fight with Thanos? Why would Luke Cage be a part? What? Like, there's gonna be. Could you imagine in that New York scene if instead of it's instead of Spider-Man? Why couldn't it have been in Hell's Kitchen? But no. But could you imagine if Luke Cage grabbed that thing? Could you, what would your reaction have been? If Grabbed Luke what? Cage was on set against the crocodile dude, the crocodile. Oh yeah. And it's coming down on Iron Man, and it's Luke Cage grabs it and throws it and punches it. Oh my god! <laughs> I want to watch your version of that scene. <laughs> oh my god! How fucked with that thing? Oh, I didn't even think of that because I was thinking Hell's Kitchen. That scene's in Hell's Kitchen. I know it was outside of the Sanctum Sanctorum, and that's. But technically, like, it's not Harlem, it's not Hell's Kitchen. It's technically, like, Brooklyn or something. But, dude, it would have been somewhere... It's in Queens. That's it's in Queens, it is. Yeah, 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 but it's in Queens. if, 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 of 
course. But why couldn't they have gotten flung from the Sanctum Sanctorum to Hell's Kitchen? Hell's Kitchen is not that far away. But bro, think about it. And then Daredevil's, Daredevil's out, out like... <laughs> Daredevil pops it? out and he starts running towards the fucking crocodile dude. He dodges all the crocodile dude. He jumps... No, you him. underestimate Daredevil, mate. Bro, he would get cut straight in half. You, un- you underestimate... No, you underestimate Daredevil. You underestimate Daredevil him. is a bitch. If he had... No, you underestimate... He's... I fucking hate you need to read some Daredevil comic books because you I underestimate. I mean, Daredevil comic books are good, but the, the current the current thing that we've got of them, if we've got a strong, it's just because they built a ground that they've built a grounded yeah. universe, and that's the problem. I, I don't. The, De- the Defenders TV show, I just don't think there's really any room for them to be integrated into the Marvel Cinematic. Yeah, uh, I think the Defenders. I think, however, if they haven't done it yet, and they do know, it later on, you know what would be great? It, the Thunderbolts. Yeah. You know, that would be fucking all because you've already got Thunderbolt Ross, you've already got the Punisher, you've already got Electra, you've already got Daredevil, you've already got a Ghost Rider, for goodness sakes. No problem. From Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Not true. Like, just do an anti villain. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Doing, uh, like, I'll watch that. I might watch this season with the Ghost Rider in it, but that's the only thing that's really. Like, Inhumans apparently is shit. With Medusa and stuff. Oh, apparently it's shit. Yeah. They introduced the Inhumans in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. but apparently it's fucking terrible. That's the thing, right? Like, it's a completely separate... It's a completely separate studio. Mm. It does. It feels like it's two different... It's like... DC, that's one thing that DC's been doing well. Everyone's like, well, you know, why wouldn't they put Grant Gustin as the Flash in Justice League? So it wouldn't work. Oh, it bro. wouldn't. They've built... I'm sorry... But they've built a Justice League in the CW television series. They have. They've, the Flash and Arrow and Green Arrow are the Batman and Superman of that Justice League. Yeah. They are. That's the thing. But don't They're they the Batman. Have a, they have a Supergirl. And they've got they've got a Supergirl. They've got a Black Bolt, a Black Lightning. They've got a they've got everyone. They've got the the legends. Like they've already got a kid Flash. They've already got they've gone too far. They've gone too far for it to be connected to the Justice League. Because at that point, Green Arrow and Grant Gustin, Grant Gustin's Flash, should be at the head of the Justice League. If you want to put those two universes together, they've got enough experience at this point, especially the Green Arrow. He should be running the Justice League. But that doesn't happen when you've got a Superman and a Batman and a Wonder Woman. Because it's not going to happen. So, the pro- so what they've done is they've deliberately cut it down the middle and gone, this is the television universe... This is the movie universe. These are multiversal things. This television universe doesn't... It's slightly connect... It, this television universe doesn't connect to our, connect to our animated television universe. So that's can another... I, can year. I put forth something that would break Marvel? What? What is one thing that DC explores all the time? The multiverse. I was about to say something about that before, but okay. So, they established the TV show. Yep. They established the movie series. Yep. They make a multiverse movie. Yeah. It's and not stupid. It's not stupid. It's not dumb. But could you imagine both of those flashes coming on? Yeah. Both of those flashes yeah. coming on screen? Straight down the middle. They've already got multiverses in the TV show. Right. And they've already said, they've always said, DC, because DC is so good at multiverse. So DC is really good at multiverse. Marvel's, Marvel's good really at cosmos. Cosmic. And they haven't really explored the multiverse at all. 
except for Doctor Strange. But that's, I think that's going to stick to only the Doctor Strange universe. Well, that's the thing. Not the, necessarily the whole unless, Marvel universe. But unless. there's no need to because they're doing so well with the cosmic universe. But DC's always said that the Tim Burton... So it started with, okay, so we did a Superman movie in the, in the 70s. Mm-hmm. We did a Batman movie in the 80s and 90s. Um, they're of two different universes. Um, we then did another Superman movie which was part of the original Superman universe we then did another Batman trilogy which is of a different universe that's that's a coinciding parallel universe then we did the then we did Smallville and that's of another universe then we did the CW universe that's a whole different universe now we've got an animated universe that's something else here and then you start building a multiverse and they could, if they really wanted to, just converge all that shit together. But they can also, like, you know... Could you imagine if they did some fucked up version of Kill Bill where they brought the animated verse into the real verse as an animated verse? Yeah. How cool would that be? That'd be sick. That'd yeah. be fucking nuts. That would be stupid. But... It would be cool, but again, they have, they have some cartoons that are of the CW universe. Yeah. But they look very similar to the animated universe but they're not part of the animated that's the thing DC is so complex and so, so multiversal, multiversal that you well, can get away with that whereas Marvel has been getting away with one entire universe all of these things we do well. Legion and we do um, we do like the Gifted, the TV show that's yeah. coming out. We do a Cloak and Dagger TV show. We do an Inhumans TV show. We do Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We do... What's the other one they're doing? Um, Defenders. Oh, Inhumans. The, Inhumans. Um, Defenders. The Netflix universe. We then do The Punisher. They're all of the same universe, but they all don't have to come together. Yeah. Because they all reference each other. They all have some sort of connection at some point. But all nerds need is one little throwaway comment and we go, oh, okay, cool, we're good with that. Yeah. And, and I really honestly don't think you need to bring the Defenders and the characters from The Gifted and the characters from The Runaways and the characters from Legion and the characters from Agents The New Mutants and the characters from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all together. I was a little disappointed that Coulson didn't make an appearance in this Avengers movie. Because Coulson was such a large part of Avengers 1. 1. He was the reason why the Avengers existed in the first place. Then, you know, we disbanded. We had a falling out. Fucking get over yourself. There's that great moment where it's like, this this doesn't matter anymore. Your petty squabbles, earthly squabbles don't matter anymore. Call Captain America. (laughs) Like, Bruce Banner. Call this. The universe is at stake. What? Thanos what? is coming. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you know what Thanos, who Thanos is? But there's, yeah, that's the thing. Like, we don't need all these people. But we also don't need to see a movie. Sorry, what I was saying about Coulson is also this whole time, but Coulson's been alive and none of them know it. Yeah. And it's got to get to a point where, like, maybe they're waiting for part two. Maybe there's a moment in part two. And I would hope there's a moment in part two, just like the celestial... Star-Lord, I would hope there's a moment in part two where he goes, where he just appears and he go, and he's the one that's like, I'm still alive. And they all go, well, you're the reason why the Avengers existed. 
everything we built is, you know, all fucked up now because our reality's changed. He goes, no, it's not because reality has changed, but I'm the reason that I'm going to bring you all back together. But then he could also throw in the mix of, I've built my own team. They're coming to help. Yeah, why not? Why not? I don't see why not. But again, <gasps> bro. But again, that's the thing. If I don't think do you need that whole team there. That team. When's the next season of any of these TV shows coming out? Um, I know The Gifted is just started. Cloak and Dagger is one of them that's coming out, which I'm quite interested in. Runaways, Runaways just well. finished, so their next season will be probably next year at the end of the year. Runaways was good, by the way. You should watch it. Bye. I watched a couple of oh. episodes. Though. It was pretty solid. If they do it well, because it's part of the same universe. Yeah. The TV shows are going to deal with the ground to the with with the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, to the ground. ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, reaction yeah. of half the people yeah 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 you're right that's why I think Heroes for Hire is going to have something to do with Ant-Man and Wasp oh. and I think that oh, um, that's going to be so fucking good but since day well, one they, since they day one Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. New York thing. since day one Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. the first season came out the same time as Winter Soldier and it's been a du- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't know about the later seasons because I haven't watched it since season two yeah. but the first season in particular as of that has, has been a direct Reaction to the Marvel movie that coincided oh, with that time. So, seasons are, season one begins with a reaction to Thor Ragnarok. Season one oh, ends no. with a reaction to Winter Soldier. Sorry, yeah, Dark World. Season one ends with a direct reaction to Winter Soldier. Yeah. With references to. So, the whole reason of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is they're going looking for Chitari Tech. Yeah. They're a team that's looking for Chitari Tech. Yeah. So, um, Bro, I'm actually... yeah, I gotta probably stop for now. We can we can yeah, continue this later. I just wanted to record. Holy fuck! Before I record a review, I'm recording my reaction to this film. That film being Avengers: Infinity War. Holy. Fuck balls. Oh my god, my heart fucking hurts. Oh, at this point I'm not spoiling anything. I really am not. I will be soon, but I need to view that film a couple more times before I can even think about reviewing it. I'm just reacting at this point. And I need to get it off my chest because I gotta sleep and I gotta work in the morning. And I'm not gonna fucking I don't do this. Holy shit. That was incredible. Fucking crying again. That was... That was one of the most amazing things I've ever watched in my life. Saddest, scariest, most amazing things I've ever seen. I'm in awe of what I just viewed. I'm on the other side and I feel like a changed man. This is incredible. I haven't felt like this in a long time. 
perhaps when I found out I was going to become a father. <laughs> this is ridiculous, it's just a movie. But to me, it's not. This is a culmination of years and years. I remember a time when none of this existed. And we were fighting for... You know, the geek was... was a dying race, and the things we loved... <laughs> oh my god. This is just crazy. Like, I can't... I can't believe what I just watched. That was... Fucked up. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh. I'm gonna need some time to process before I, before I review and before I get all my thoughts together. And but I have to say one thing that that was an incredible experience. When I was a kid, I read comic books to get away from... I read comic books to get away from the world. It seemed to fucking hate me. And then through those comic books, I found a passion and a career and a talent I didn't know I had. And I wouldn't have known I'd have without, without them. But I used to read all of them, anyone I could get my hands on. Because they made me feel strong. It made me feel powerful. It made me feel like the world wasn't against me. It made me feel like I could be a better person. I could fight for what I believed in. I could become something else. I'm fucking, I'm sorry, I'm crying again. I don't know why I'm apologizing. I'm So huge. This is just massive. To me, it's just. I'm not even that big of a Marvel fan. <laughs> I never used to be, at least. But that was. As a kid, I'd read these individual stories and then I'd come across something like. Infinite Crisis or. Infinity War, Secret Wars, all these giant story arcs that were just beyond anything I could ever believe. And I never thought I'd see one of these books. I never thought I'd see all of these books come to life, let alone one where all of them came together to fight for the greater good. And what I just watched was one of these 
giant story arcs. This giant series. Come to life. everything. This is history making. You thought the Black Panther changed the world. It did. But Infinity War just changed history. That's how I feel about this film. It is incredible. Oh, fuck. I need a fucking drink. <laughs> I'm probably going to post the the review after this. I don't know, maybe in a podcast. Who knows? But I just want... I don't know how I'm going to review this. Monolith. Of a film. Thank you, Disney. Thank you, Marvel. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, that was the first episode of the Making Lemonade podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed. That was a. Uh, that was our Infinity War review. I'm sure Steve and I will be doing a whole lot more. But we kind of just sat down. Um, I hit record on my iPhone and, you know, we had a podcast. Uh, so if you if you want to see more, um, please go to my YouTube, uh, Jordan Morpeth Art. Just search Jordan Morpeth Art on YouTube and you'll find a lot of my work. Um if you're interested in my social media, that's the same, Jordan Morpeth Art. That's M-O-R-P-E-T-H um, Art. And I'm on Vero, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, if you have any of those social medias, um, I will be... Oh, convention dates. I'll be doing a couple of conventions this month. So the first convention I'm doing will be on Free Comic Book Day and that will be in Gosford in the Central Coast. And you're in the new, if you're in the New South Wales, Sydney area, um, definitely come and see me. Great Free Comic Book Day. And the Central Coast Comic Con will be on that day. Oh, please excuse me, I got the buddy. Sniffles. Um, yeah, the Central Coast Comic Con will be on that day on the 5th of May, Saturday the 5th of May, so come along, I'll definitely have some free comic book stuff, I don't know about comic books, but I'll have some cool comic book stuff going, so um, come find me, uh, I'm sure there's going to be cosplay and plenty of artists, I'll be in the Artist Alley uh, section, as always, just come and see, look for Jordan Morpeth Art, um, 
And then on the 19th of May, two weeks after that, on the 19th of May, Saturday the 19th of May, I will be in Wollongong for Comic Gong. Um, and that's going to be some good fun, so come and see me there. Uh, feel free to say hello. Uh, let me, If you're listening to this podcast, let me know what you think of it. Um, I'm definitely going to be doing a lot more of these because, if you, as you can tell, I love talking. Love talking comic books and I love talking with my friends. So there's going to be quite a few of these coming up. Um, but this is episode one, and let's hope that this keep, can we can continue this on for quite some time. Um, again, like I said, uh, the reason why we call this making lemonade is because, or well, I called it making lemonade rather, is because making lemonade is about life, and this podcast isn't just about you know specifically comic books or specifically. Uh, podcasting or specifically social media, YouTube, you know, it's, it's about life and it's about my life and it's about the fun conversations, funny conversations I have with my friends, um, all the people I love, uh, the processes I go through with my art, you know, I'll do a couple of, I might do a series on my, on my art and, um, so yeah, anyway, thank you guys so much for watching, um, and if you want to hear more, there will be another Infinity War review I guarantee it because I've only seen it once and I am not taking this lying down I'm going to go see this movie on multiple occasions I might even go and see it tonight um, depending on whether my friends want to join me after work anyway that's besides the point um, thank you so much for watching like I said um, this has been Making Lemonade I'm your host, Jordan Morpeth, and stay weird, everybody.